You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 206. Hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, we are going to talk about the difference between being an order taker and an impact driver. Which one are you and which one do you want to be if you're trying to get your seat at the table? Now, last week, I talked about processes versus principles. Which one's better? Should you focus on providing guidance and structure and guardrails from a principles perspective to your project people when they're trying to deliver projects? Or is it better to focus on process first and get very clear on your process so that everyone follows it step by step? Now, you can go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear the details of my take on this. But if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I'm guessing you can probably figure out where I come down on this. This was all part of the University of Maryland Project Management Symposium conference that I spoke at recently. Now, I've keynoted that event before, and my friend Crystal Richards has as well, and they decided to put the two of us together, and boy, was Crystal just a sweetheart, and she held her own in this debate. And as you can imagine, I have a pretty fierce position on this, so she was a worthy opponent in this back-and-forth debate-style discussion. You see, the two sides that we were talking about was, one, should you start with structured process first, get very clear on your process, and follow that step-by-step in order to achieve the outcomes for your projects? Or is it better to have guardrails and more flexibility about how you get to those business outcomes, keeping in mind that the goal is to get to those business outcomes? My position is that it is better to provide an opportunity to be flexible, adaptive, nimble, and respond to the changes that are going on around you, as opposed to saying, process first, process is more important, we must nail our process, and then follow that blindly, step by step by step. Now, of course, Crystal didn't say blindly, and at the end of the day, this was all about us having to take strong positions in order to make the case for each side. We tend to agree more than we don't with respect to our position on this and what works in the real world, of course you need some process, and of course you want to have some principles, guardrails, etc. So in the real world, it's not really that extreme. But there is a different way to approach this that I think is really important if your goal is to help your organization achieve the intended business outcomes. And it's not just whether it's processes versus principles, it's much more about are we driving to the best business outcomes and what role do you want to be in to do that? Are you more interested in being an order taker or an impact driver? So today I'm going to talk to you about the two different perspectives and roles that you could potentially be in that will ultimately determine from a leadership perspective if you can drive to those better business outcomes your leaders are looking for. So last week, I talked about this role of impact driver versus the role of order taker. And today, I'm going to dive deeper into what that really means, what that looks like, what you should do if you are in the role of a manager of a team of project people. And if you are one of those project people yourself, what the difference really is and how to position yourself most effectively to drive the better business outcomes for your organization. 
Now, before we dive in, I am so excited to announce that this episode is sponsored by the Impact Summit. We are back, baby, and this one is going to be even better. Every year, we make improvements and changes to really drive more impact, and this year is no exception. So in alignment with the theme of this episode about being an impact driver, the name of the summit has changed. So if you've been coming for a long time, you might recall that we called it the PMO Impact Summit for years. Gosh, we've been doing this event since 2018. And in 2022, we actually held two of them. This year, of course, we had International PMO Day, the very first ever in May. So our event for the Impact Summit, formerly known as the PMO Impact Summit, is happening in September. And this episode marks the beginning of our celebration of all things impact. So the Impact Summit is now found at impactsummit.global. You also can find it by going to the old website and it will redirect you. The purpose of this event is to provide free, high-quality training from top-notch global experts and thought leaders, as well as practitioners that are driving real business value in their organizations, to everyone. Everyone that works in PMOs, for PMOs, works in business transformation teams, agile transformation teams, strategy delivery teams, change management teams, all of you are impact drivers. And we'll talk about exactly what that means in this episode. And the purpose of the Impact Summit is to help you with the best resources that we can get our hands on to support you on that journey of elevating your own impact and delivering your organization's strategy with the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible. No matter if you are running something you call a PMO or an SRO or a business transformation group, it doesn't matter. You're all there for the same reason. The name is not what's important. The impact you're driving is. If you're new to this event, you definitely want to go check it out, impactsummit.global, and you'll find that there are tons of resources and training and sessions that are going to be all about not just learning, but exactly how to apply what you're being taught through action-taking resources and guidance designed to help you elevate the impact you can make in your organization. Because this event is global, there will be available content in every time zone. And we run the event for an entire week this year, starting September 18th, 2023. You will find training on everything related to the full strategy lifecycle, from developing strategy, aligning strategy to the projects, delivering on that strategy, and ensuring that that strategy makes a real impact. So you can expect sessions on portfolio project management, on strategic alignment, on organizational change management, on agile and business transformation, on agility, on resource management, on leadership and influencing, stakeholder engagement and relationship building, and so much more. And in upcoming podcast episodes, you'll hear from some of the wonderful thought leaders that are sharing their best advice and wisdom with you in sessions of the podcast, and they'll even give you a sneak peek as to what they're going to cover at the Impact Summit. You'll also hear from some of our fabulous sponsors that help us keep this event free for the entire community. Okay, so go check out impactsummit.global and you can find out all about the upcoming Impact Summit and the great content that we plan to cover for you for free and how you can stay in touch with everything that we're doing before the event takes place in September of 2023. 
Okay, now let's dive into today's episode. Are you an order taker or an impact driver? Last week, when I talked about whether or not you wanted to be seen as an order taker, an impact driver in your organization, you might have been left saying, yeah, but exactly how do I do that? So don't worry, I've got you. I recently had several of our clients and students get promoted in record time and all around the same time based on guidance that I've given them on how to position themselves with their executives, with their business leaders. Now, next week, I'm going to dive deeper into executive buy-in specifically, so hang tight. That'll be next week. For now, we're just going to focus on you and the things that you might need to be doing differently. So all of these folks that I've coached and guided recently that have gotten these promotions, it was all about moving the chess pieces on the chessboard. And now they all have access to the Impact Engine system, which is our implementation program that guides you on building or elevating your PMO, your strategy delivery team. So they have the step-by-step that takes you through doing all of that work. But today I'm going to share a little bit with you of the kinds of things that they learn through our coaching, through our mastermind that have really made a difference. If you've been to our website recently, you've noticed that there is a lot about the chess game on our website and various chess pieces. And I refer to the PMO as the queen of the chessboard, the queen of the company's chessboard. You see, a lot of people think the king is the most powerful, but it's actually the queen that has the most power and can make the most moves. And that's what we do to position the PMO or other strategy or transformation team at the center of the organization's ability to drive strategy and ensure that that strategy gets delivered with the highest possible ROI as quickly as possible. You have to know how to position the queen for success because the queen is very powerful and can make all types of moves in service of the goal, but you have to know how to position them properly. And that's what I call becoming the impact driver, learning how to position yourself to drive the change that has to happen in your organization. And it's all about strategically making those moves. So let's talk about what that looks like to be an impact driver versus an order taker. Now, some people make the argument that if you have a very clear and structured process that you can consistently drive people through that process so that they can get to project results. The problem is there's a difference between creating outputs and driving better business outcomes. When you have a process-first mindset, it's so easy to get trapped in the routine of simply just doing the next task on the list. Part of the reason this is so prevalent is that there's a desire to just keep plugging through the tasks, keep checking things off the list. The reason this is so prevalent is because so many people are burned out. They're overwhelmed. They're being tasked with too many things. And because they're being tasked with more than is reasonable for one person to do in a day, people that are overburdened tend to find themselves in a position where they're just trying to survive, just trying to do whatever it's going to take to get the job done. And it's so easy to fall into simply just doing the next step in a process, even if that process doesn't make sense. The problem is that when you develop a habit of just following a process without being sure it's the right process to solve the right problems in the right way, you become an order taker, a box checker, administrative overhead, as opposed to driving real business value. Impact drivers, on the other hand, are not afraid to question the process. They ask really good questions in general, understanding where you're going, why you're going there, and what success looks like. Because if you aren't asking those kinds of questions before the project starts, 
because it's just thrown over the fence to you and so you're just starting to run with your normal process, you could be doing projects that shouldn't even be done in the first place. And because nobody's asking those questions and just blindly following a process, those folks are actually making it worse instead of making it better, which is their goal. They're following the process because they want to get the projects done because they believe that's what's going to make their leaders happy and the organization successful. But if that project never should have been done in the first place, or if you're not clear on how to get to the best business outcomes, or your business leaders haven't clearly articulated what success looks like, how do you know that that process is going to get you there? And from the PMO perspective, This could mean that you're in a situation completely out of alignment with the organization because the PMO should be aligning with those business leaders right up front, making sure the right projects are happening, making sure that strategic alignment is there, prioritization is happening because you could be wasting a whole lot of the company resources by facilitating perfect process and consistent process for projects that shouldn't even be happening. So that investment in time, money, energy, focus on doing projects that aren't driving business value is causing you to be a cost center, not an impact center, not an impact engine. Now, usually when I say this to people, that yeah, but monster comes crawling up on their shoulder and they say, yeah, but we don't make those decisions. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You don't make those decisions. But why do you believe that you can't ask better questions to ensure that the projects you are doing are the ones you should be doing? That's where I believe there's a bigger opportunity for project leaders and PMO leaders to set themselves up for success. Simply asking better questions of their business leaders so that everybody is thinking about what projects they're doing, why they're doing them, and how to ensure that they achieve the intended business outcomes. Well, you must start asking better questions. And this can be a consultative process, not an administrative box checking process. You can become a consultant to the business by focusing on more than just the steps and a project process. You can focus on asking questions about the strategy, asking questions about how the project you're working on is aligned with that strategy. You can ask them what success looks like. You can ask them questions about the desired outcomes, which by the way, those are the kinds of things you would put in a business case. If you don't have a business case or you don't have those questions answered, you go ask those questions to get them answered. When you ask those questions, you're going to be in a much better position to support the project achieving its intended business goals. And because you're asking better questions about business value, about project outcomes, versus just shoving templates and process at people, you become the critical asset that actually helps them drive those better business results. Your business leaders will notice, they will see that they can count on you to ensure that these projects are successful, not just from an on-time, on-scope, on-budget outputs and deliverables perspective, but from an impact and outcomes perspective so that they achieve their business goals. Most of your peers aren't asking those questions. And because they're not asking those questions, they're not being offered a seat at the table where those conversations are happening in the first place what it looks like to be an impact driver. It's asking those questions that show that you care about the results and the outcomes, not just the triple constraint. It's not just about on time, on scope, on budget. It's about ensuring that the project achieves its intended goals. During the audience interaction part where people from the audience were asking questions when we had this debate, one of the questions was, well, 
I'm new. I don't really know what questions to ask. I don't know how to ask these questions. My boss won't listen to me or a million other yeah, but excuses as to why they couldn't ask good questions. And here's my answer to that. Nonsense. That is utter nonsense. To be in the role of impact driver, you have to be brave. You have to be willing to ask questions. And the kind of questions you ask, well, they're simple. What does success look like is a very simple question. An impact driver is intellectually curious. An impact driver is someone that's going to feel good about knowing why they're doing what they're doing. Everybody wants to feel like they're involved in meaningful work and something that matters. And you don't have to have 20 years of experience to be able to ask simple, good questions like, what does success look like? How will we know we've gotten there? How do we know that this is the right project to do? What are the outcomes you're driving? How is this aligned with the strategy? How is this going to help us achieve our goals? These are not questions reserved for people that are senior. I can tell you my son, (laughs) who's 15 years old, will ask these kinds of questions if I ask him to do something and he doesn't know why he's supposed to do it. He'll just simply ask me, why? I'm telling you to get a little bit more creative than that, but he does too. If it's something where he wants to make sure that he's done it right so that he'll get whatever the result is he's looking for from me, right? He wants an allowance. He wants to buy a new game. And the only way to get there is to have a clean room or to have the dishes done or what other chores I've assigned him, like working out in the yard. He's smart enough to say, well, how much do I have to do? What does success look like? Because he knows that if he doesn't do it up to my standards, I'm not going to be happy. Well, there you go. That's what you're doing with your business leaders. You want to know what their standards are. You want to know, is it just taking the dishes out of the dishwasher or putting them away? What does success look like? Is it weeding the front yard or the front and the backyard? What does success look like? These are not questions reserved for the people that have been in roles forever, the senior people, the people that already have a seat at the table. This is a question my 15-year-old can ask me, and you absolutely can be asking those questions too. It doesn't have to be complicated, but what it requires is trust and bravery. You must be brave enough to ask those questions. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're already in a senior enough role, whether it's a project role or a PMO leadership role, you absolutely are senior enough to ask those questions. And if you're thinking to yourself, ah, I'm not sure my boss won't answer them for me, or my customer won't answer them for me, or my sponsor won't answer them for me, then you need to find a way to get to the information you need. You need to find a way to show them why it matters. And you know what the answer to that is? It's pretty simple. What I would say is, if you would like to achieve success with this project, it is important for us to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, and what success looks like. I care about this as much as you do. And I want to make sure that we do everything in our power to ensure success. So let's spend a few minutes talking about what that looks like. That's it. That's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. But you know what happens? When you start having those conversations, when you start asking better questions, when you start showing up like a peer to your business leaders, they'll start treating you like one. You want to earn respect and a seat at the table? Take it. 
Take it by not waiting for permission or for somebody to tell you it's time for you to ask those questions. They will not invite you, my friend. You have to take that seat, but you have to do it in a way that shows that you belong there. How do you belong there? What does that look like? You ask good questions. You don't have to have the answers to everything to get a seat at the table. You have to know what questions to ask, and you have to know how to take what you hear and go solve business problems for people. Not project problems, but business problems. Because you see, there are no project problems. Projects are there to achieve business results. They're there to address business problems. So when you shift your focus on ensuring that the business results are achieved, the business outcomes intended are realized, everything is focused in the right place, not on just following a process and checking boxes. Now remember, I'm not saying there should be no process, but I'm saying that if you are just going through the motions of checking steps off of a process, you aren't going to be looking for those critical opportunities to truly understand the business value you're driving and how to drive better success. You're not going to be curious. You're going to be following steps. You're not going to push boundaries. You're not going to ask good questions. You're just going to keep checking things off of a list because you are following a process-first approach. But a process-first approach has you becoming an order taker instead of an impact driver. Order takers don't earn their seat at the table. Not really. Smart people in the C-suite are looking in the organization for the people that are willing to ask those good questions. I know this because I work with a lot of C-suite executives. They're looking for you. They're looking for that standout that is going to be curious, that is going to be innovative, that's going to push the boundaries a little bit. Yes, they are actually looking for people that are willing to push boundaries in the name of solving business problems, not for the sake of creating chaos. So go be that impact driver, go ask good questions, go build executive support, which by the way, I'll talk more about next week, getting executive buy-in and support, and be sure that you know what you need to know to drive a bigger impact. And if you don't know, you need to be brave and ask the good questions so that you can go beyond checking boxes and taking orders and be a real change driver for your organization, an impact driver that takes their seat at the table because they belong there. That's what I want for you, Impact Driver. That's what the future needs from you. And that's what your executives are looking for. That's why we do the Impact Summit every year is so that we can provide all of the training and resources and guidance and ideas and insights and action-taking resources to help you do all of the things that we talk about here on the podcast. We talk about you becoming an impact driver, having a seat at the table, knowing how to help your organization drive better business outcomes for the strategy. That's what the Impact Summit is all about. So make sure you register now because there's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming up in the weeks and months leading up to the actual Big Bang week-long event. So go to impactsummit.global right now, impactsummit.global, and you will be able to sign up today for free for the Impact Summit. And then over the next few months, you're going to be getting access to some special goodies only available to those that are registered early. It's impactsummit.global. Register for free today and you'll find out about all the cool things we have planned for you coming up here in September. All right, Impact Driver, I hope this episode has been inspiring and helpful for you and helped you really think through ways that you can shift 
to an impact driver role. And if you already feel like you're in that role, my challenge to you next is, what about your people? What about your project people? The people on projects, the people doing projects, the people running projects, do they feel empowered to ask better questions? Do they feel empowered to challenge and push and be innovative and creative and curious? If not, what might you be able to do to help them transition from order taker to impact driver? Remember, your goal is not just to get your seat at the table, but to help your organization achieve its business goals with the highest return on investment possible. That means we are creating an army of impact drivers in organizations, all inspired, engaged, and super clear on why what they're doing matters and how to ensure that they are driving better success for your organization. That's it for this episode. I hope you found this helpful. Thank you so much for allowing me to support you on your high impact journey. Make sure you hit subscribe and download the podcast so that it can be with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. Bye-bye for now.